Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles away. A prison escape is the stuff of legends and movies. You don't hear about it happening often, and we can assume and hope that it's an extremely difficult thing to do. On September 5th, 1930, a man was sent to the gallows for a murder. A man who escaped from prison, not once, but more than a dozen times under multiple aliases. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Carl Panzram started off with smaller crimes when he was very young. Robbery, drunken disorderly, drunken incorrigible, amongst other things. When he was 11 years old, he was sent to the Minnesota State Training School as an effort by his parents to straighten him out. While there, he was repeatedly beaten, tortured, and raped by staff members. Carl hated this place so much, rightfully so, that he burned it down on July 7th, 1905, after just two years there. 
During his teens, he remained trouble for the authorities, most often for burglary and theft. At age 14, he ran away from home two weeks after he attempted to kill a Lutheran cleric. He began to live his life homeless on the railways. He would later claim that he was gang-raped by a group of fellow hobos. When he was 15, he drunkenly enlisted in the U.S. Army, but was convicted shortly after for larceny and served time in prison from 1908 to 1910. After being dishonorably discharged, he simply went back to his life of crime, stealing anything from bikes to yachts, and was imprisoned numerous times and living under many assumed identities. He escaped from jail a few times as well and would just move on to another area and change his name. His crimes rarely caught up with him due to these changes. In 1913, Carl, going by the name Jack Allen, was arrested in Oregon for highway robbery, assault, and sodomy. He broke out of jail after just two to three months, but was arrested shortly thereafter under the alias Jeff Davis. He escaped that jail as well. According to his autobiography, when he would rob men, he would often rape them as well. He was an extremely large man and could easily overpower most of the men he encountered. In June of 1915, Carl was arrested after attempting to sell some stolen items. He was sentenced to seven years in a state penitentiary in Salem, Oregon, where the warden believed in harsh treatment of inmates. He vowed he would never serve those seven years and began his plans to escape with fellow inmate Otto Hooker. Otto did escape and, while attempting to evade recapture, killed the warden. This was Carl Panzram's first known involvement in a murder as an accessory before the fact. While still in that prison, Carl was often disciplined with methods like 61 days of solitary confinement. He was able to escape on September 18, 1917, but after two shootouts, was recaptured and returned until his successful escape in May of 1918. He began going by the name John O'Leary and never returned to the Northwest for the rest of his life. In August of 1920, Carl burglarized the William H. Taft Mansion in New Haven. This was the home of William Howard Taft, who was responsible for one of his first harsh imprisonments. He stole jewelry, bonds, as well as a Colt 45 caliber handgun. That is when he began a murder spree that spanned eight years and multiple countries. With the money stolen from Taft, he bought a yacht and sailed around luring sailors from bars and raping them, and then shooting them with the stolen handgun. He would then dump their bodies in the Long Island Sound. He claimed that he killed 10 sailors in all and only stopped after his boat ran aground and sank near Atlantic City. He was arrested again in 1920 under the name John O'Leary, but not for murder, for another burglary that only caused him to serve six months. He then caught a ship to Africa and landed in Portuguese Angola. He claimed while there that he raped and killed an 11-year-old boy and went into gruesome detail. He also claimed to have hired a boat of six rowers, shot them all, and threw their bodies to the crocodiles. After returning to the U.S., he said that he raped and killed two small boys in Salem, Massachusetts, and strangled another that same year in New Haven. All in all, according to Carl Panzram himself, he committed over a hundred murders and over a thousand sodomies of boys and men, though most of these cannot be corroborated. 
His life of crime finally ended on September 5th, 1930, when he was executed for the murder of a prison employee and fellow prisoner. When the officers attempted to place the black hood over his head, he spat at the executioner's face. His last words were, Yes, hurry it up, you hoser bastard. I could kill a dozen men while you're screwing around. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 6th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.